following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Bang! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 111 of the PWT cast. I'm Scrum. And this is Thank. And it's the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We bring you this podcast for free on this very free every Monday. Uh, if you already aren't, make sure you're following us on uh, social media. It's at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter. We have a Patreon as well. That's patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. We have uh, three different tiers. You can sign up and listen to our additional movie review. We just reviewed uh, Shang-Chi last week, um, as well as we have a conspiracy theory uh, show called kind of conspiracy theory cryptid aliens just all that kind of fun stuff uh scrump and Stakes detective agency and uh we have some some older episodes of a power ranger retrospective we did called go go scrump and stank so i uh, go back and listen to some of those 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 are pretty fun um dave i i've, I've driven cross country to record this um as as we're sort of speaking now i literally just drove in from having driven back from ohio um boy why is that a lot of driving oh yeah the, the normally like especially like midwest driving when you're going from state to state it's just like cornfields and long stretches of nothing yeah I, I did i did not envy you but you sound like you had a lot of fun i did and we we will sort of get into well we'll get into that as i figure there are some other things we should talk about first yeah. but I, literally you mentioned midwest driving how boring it is the way there so before actually heading to the horror hound I, I i went and spent a night at the allen's house but to get to their house it was the same stretch of road for 260 miles oh. i was dying literally i was just like falling asleep when i'm just like like i don't drink soda and i'm like i can't like i i, I can't pick up a soda right now and drink it and it was just it was the worst, uh, but I made I made it through, and uh, you you will hear a little bit more of that. Um, hey, actually, uh, for for those of you guys who um, you know listened to last week, thank you for the positive reception. I, Dave and I were a little bit worried because it was it was one of those uh, we have to hurry up and record and just get something out yeah. because uh, I was being hounded to come back to the shop, and and Dave, you were being hounded by Ryan, if I'm if I'm correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh... We were sitting there like, oh, we got to hurry up, we got to hurry up, we got to hurry up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, uh, thankfully, you know, a lot of uh, everyone was just like, hell yeah, you know, like, um, understanding of it. So that that was really nice. But uh, yeah, so don't worry, this one will be um, uh, more 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 chunky, more content. We won't rush through this yeah. guy, uh, Dave. Something massive happened this week. Um, and that's, of course, I'm talking about, um, the matrix trailer. Um, for those, for those unaware, Dave, talk about, talk a little bit about your history with the matrix. So (laughs) not a lot of people, some people know this, but, uh, I was, I was a big nerd about this movie when it first came out. Um, I first saw it, I want to say matrix came out in like 99, I think I first saw it with, yeah, I first saw it with my best friend and I was like, it blew my mind. I was like, holy shit. Because like, I got, I like gunplay movies. I love Kung Fu. And this thing like married the two things together along with like a pretty smart and tight, uh, science fiction plot. 
and it, it's very late 90s you know if you go back to visit it but like it holds up it's one of the best of the three and then when i found out matrix 2 was coming out i started doing some research and then this is like right when like message boards were getting really big for that sort of thing so i ended up joining uh, this website called matrix mania and then i was posting so much and then became friends with some big members and then i ended up being like a moderator so i was like a moderator for one of the largest i think it was the largest matrix fan site on the planet and so um i was deep into it we would just spend days and days like and would be like come on we gotta go eat and i'm like hold on i gotta i gotta talk about the matrix and the matrix theory right now and it, it was just super nerdy but um it's one of those things where you get like a community to come together based off of one similar stuff, kind of like wrestling fans. And then you're just allowed to just let, let it all go and just be the nerd you want to be. And so that was always like the most fun experience. And I still have a lot of friends, uh, you know, to this day from that website. Um, in fact, there's a, there's a couple that met each other on the site. One is a professor here in, uh, America and she lived in Australia and they, they had a long distance relationship and ended up getting married because of the matrix. So, uh, it's a powerful movie, uh, with powerful fans. And so, you know, the last two weren't as well received as the first, but like, I love all of them. And then there's always, always this idea that a fourth would happen. And everyone always said it should be resurrections. That's what it should be called. And now it's here. And I feel like a giddy nerd again. Boy, getting married off of like I I love hearing those kinds of stories. Like yeah. um me being as big a like of a Kevin Smith fan as I am, oftentimes like at his live shows, back when they would do more live shows, like every now and then you'd have two people who were like, Yeah, we met through, you know, like the the old VU skew forums or we've met at like at a live show and things like that. Um and just when you hear those kinds of stories, it's like how fucking awesome. You, you know that like you yeah. got like not only are you so very specifically nerdy about this very specific one thing, but someone else is also very specifically nerdy about this very specific thing to the point where both of you like were at this place, uh, you know, at the right place, right time, and we're just like, man, I really love the Matrix, but I also really love you. Will you be, you know, like yeah. my wife or whatever? That's God, that that's fun. Um, well, yeah, like the like the funny thing is too. It's like you know, you're sitting there, and then of course, when you have a certain type of nerd, I'm not gonna call them a certain type of nerd, but when you have a certain, you know, there's always that. Oh, the, I have my girlfriend in Australia, and you're like, all right, that's like that's gonna last, you know. And you just think it's just the cyber romance, and you know, they got like two kids now. It's it's, it's one of my favorite online couple stories ever, and so. Uh, that was all due to the Matrix. So thank you, Wachowskis. Yeah, it's a good thing his girlfriend wasn't in Canada. Sometimes yeah. those aren't real. But yeah, the Wachowski. Well, funny enough, so with this one, it's only Lana Wachowski that's involved. Yes. Um, so kind of like with me with the Matrix, like, yeah, because it comes out in 99, so I would have been a kid. I remember speci- mm-hmm. I remember having seen the first one. I remember the one scene where they're tr- they're like that bug thing is inside of his, like they have to get it out via his, his belly button. button creeped yeah. me the fuck out as a kid yeah like if, if anyone if anyone's listening to this and doesn't know what, what we're talking about just look it up there's a scene where you know trinity and and morpheus they rescue neo and there's this weird 
giant bug thing like in his stomach it, it, it's like in crawling under his skin and they get it out via his belly button horrifying yeah, me as a kid there's like a little vacuum machine that, well early in the movie uh, agent smith puts it in him and then he wakes up and he thinks it was a dream and then they're driving in a car and they're like you're bugged we got to get you and he's like holy shit that's real and it's it's a very intense, disgusting scene, but it, it was very cool. Yeah, and you know, I remember. So I specifically remember the second Matrix kind of being the one that, like, I remember the most. Um, right. Like one, they had those cool slide-up phones that, like, phone companies were soon like, "Hey, why don't we make one of these cool slide-up phones?" Um, yeah. But there was like those cool twins in it, and just it, again, it's just it's one that I I just I remember the most of all the three, and then I remember the third one. I went with my dad to go watch it in theaters, and that's the one I can tell you the least about. Yeah, like I I, I mean, of course, is that is it that one or the th- second one that has like the giant rave scene? So it's the third one. I mean, part of it is like even in the first one, there's some like symbolism, but like then. Matrix two comes out and then they start adding more symbolism from like different religions. And then the third one, they go full on and like the messianic imagery and like, it kind of like lost everyone. <laughs> like no one wanted to see like these, everyone wants to see people in the matrix with pleather trench coats with submachine guns shooting the shit. They don't want to see like cave people sweating on each other, <laughs> you know? And so I think that lost everyone, but, uh, and then you know there were there were some cast changes like the the Oracle. Uh, unfortunately, the original actress died, so they replaced her. And it's just like whenever that happens, it's it's always a bummer. One that they died, but also that like it's a weird continuity thing. So, um, for, yeah. For the longest, so there's a one scene I believe it's in the second one where they go into that room with all the TVs, and what is he like the architect or something like that? The, the architect, yeah. For the longest, I confused that scene with the one from... I confused that actor with George Carlin because in one of the scary movies, they have George Carlin. There's like a parody and George Carlin is playing the architect. So for a while, I was like, no, 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 it's George Carlin in that movie. And then I was like, oh, because in my head, I'm like, well, the bigger name is clearly George Carlin. So he was the one in the Matrix. And this other just old white man who I have no idea who he is, he's the one in the parody. Um, you know, it's funny we're talking about parody of the architect. Uh, they did a parody during the MTV movie awards. Mm-hmm. It had, uh, Sean Williams and Justin Timberlake and they burst in on the architect played by Will Ferrell. It's like the funniest spoof of that, but, uh, check that out when you get a chance. It's pretty funny. I, so I got in trouble. So yeah, in first grade is I'm in first grade when the first matrix comes out. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I had, I would have just seen it or whatever. And our assignment was draw a scene from the from your favorite movie. Of course, I just saw that movie, and I'm like, this is my favorite movie. And I drew one of the (laughs) scenes, something gun related. And I and I remember like my teacher like getting angry with me and like forcing me to do like something else or whatever, and like calling home. And my mom was like, "What? Like, what happened? I'm so confused." And like explaining to her, and she was just like, "What? Like that's dumb." Like I'm like, "Yeah, I know." I'm like, "I'm ex- like I'm explaining as a fucking six, seven year old." Like, yeah, like I just she asked me to draw a scene from my favorite movie, and I did it, and I got in trouble because it, you know, and it was just one of those like, 
all right, well, you know, I'm like, I'm glad they didn't think, like, I'm glad it wasn't a few years later or 100% they would have thought it was like a school shooter, you know? Oh, for sure, like, yeah. Like, they would have called the police and then I'd be getting some sort of, like, psych evaluation. Um, but yeah, no, this new trailer looks fucking awesome. Like, um, which funny, like, I knew there were some people at the shop who would clearly be talking about it, but there was other yeah. people, like, I found a lot of people talking about it, a lot more people than I thought were, like, talking about it. And I think one of the fun things is, not a lot of people know what's going on. Like, do you, I mean, have you been like keeping up with the movie kind of like what, what's going to be going on with it? Or are you kind of just going in blind? Um, yes and no. Um, so I don't know if you remember, there's a character called the Merovingian. He runs club hell. Uh, Monica Bellucci is his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So supposedly he's going to be the villain of this movie. Um, but other than that, I have some theories uh, that are probably a little too nerdy to expound on at this moment. But uh, I do have some theories that I think kind of make sense, but there's a lot of stuff that just kind of doesn't. And so the the thing I like is like when we saw the trailer, they, they did a lot of echoes of the first movie, which is everyone's favorite. Um, And it looks matrixy, but like not at the same time. Like it's obviously clearly slicker. They have better filming technology. Um, but it just, it looks so good. And there's like this twinge of nostalgia to everything, like, but in a good way. And like, it's kind of like seeing like the band get back together and then they're just playing all their classic hits and you're like, yeah, that rules. So like, there's a really feel good moment when they released the trailer. I, I was super excited. And then like the one thing I, I'd be, I was mad that, um, Lawrence Fishburne isn't coming back. I think he, I think he might be, and they're just kayfabing us, but, um, you know, we got Yaya playing um, the new Morpheus. I don't know. Like, he, he fits. He looks just like Morpheus. What, you know, I don't got a problem with that. That was the one thing that stuck out the most to me. One was like, come on, Keanu. Do you really have to look like John Wick in this one? Like, yeah. you know, that was just like, come on. But, yeah, second is, I mean, as many of you know, I love me some Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, mainly because of yeah. that beautiful name of his. Um, yeah. But, like, he he was a convincing young Lawrence Fishburne, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Like I, I don't, I don't think that like he's not coming back. Um, but if, if for whatever reason, if he's just like, nah, I'm good, you know? Um, I think Yaya will do a good job. I mean, mainly cause he's a fucking yeah. fantastic actor, but like looks the part, you know, mainly like, yeah. um, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I'm 100. I'm like 95 percent sure this is canon. But after the three movies, they had uh, the Matrix Online game, and in the game they kill Morpheus mm-hmm. like months after they started. So like, and I'm it's supposed to be canon in the game. So like, or, or in like the entire universe. So I'm not sure how they're doing it, but um, I, I just have a feeling. One, you can't have Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus in most of the movie because he's gotten he's much older and he's he's a little paunchier and it just doesn't look like the Morpheus that we remember. Um, yeah, I don't know, but uh, they they put a little they put a couple little tidbits in in the trailer to make people speculate about some things, and just like with Marvel, I'm not sure if we're supposed to believe all of that. So. Yeah, no, it, it'll definitely be interesting. Like once it actually comes out, because yeah, 
like, boy, are we getting spoiled this Christmas? You know, you got the Matrix, you got Spider-Man No Way Home or No Way From yep. Home or uh, Into the Multiverse, whatever, whatever the fuck, you know, yeah. whatever the fuck they're actually calling it. Um, yeah, no, that, that, that's, that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Another thing, though, that was a lot of fun um, was this week's episode of What If?, specifically yeah. because of the like train to busan vibes um i don't think we talked much if anything about last <laughs> week the, the the evil dr strange episode um I, I didn't actually see that one so okay that's probably for the best <laughs> and i'll be honest with you i i gave up on the show really i was like I, yeah i was like i can't watch this like i can't not that i hate it but like i couldn't stay awake and then uh, so like, I think I mentioned before, I've been donating plasma lately. And so when you're sitting there, you got about 45 minutes to an hour to kill while, you know, while they're, while they're draining your life essence out of you. And so I was like, uh, you know what? I'll watch. I'm here. And I, you're, you're specifically not supposed to fall asleep. So I was like, I'll, I'll give it another chance. And plus this one seemed like the coolest one that everyone was waiting for anyways. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say it, it turned me right around. I'm, I'm probably going to watch the next one. Like, if this one was a stinker, I would have definitely gave up on it. But uh, they had a couple really awesome moments in it. Um, I don't know what your favorite scene was, but mine was when they find Vision. And then all of a sudden he's like, you are not going to find what you want back there. And then you find out Scarlet Witch is a zombie and he's just luring people in there to feed her. It, it was like an odd it was an odd twist on the WandaVision concept where, you know, she's holding a town captive to keep his memory alive and he's doing the opposite in the Marvel zombies, which was, it was pretty cool. And you could tell he was like, he's like, I got to atone for my sins. It was, it was really good. Well, number one, I would hope you watch next week's up or this week's episode as, uh, this week later on will be, uh, on uh, Post Wrestling's MCU Later with a friend of the show, WH Park, (laughs) reviewing the next episode. Uh, Although it would be kind of funny if you just like, yeah, you know, know, oh, that was also one of my favorite parts of of that episode. It's like, yeah, what else? Just that that specific scene. I mean, Trump's like, what scene did you like? I was like, oh, well, what did you like? Let me me ask you that. He's like, well. (laughs) It's like, you know what? The beginning was really cool. The middle kind of lost me. But then the ending, I was like, that's great. (laughs) <laughs> like, hey, what did you think of this week's episode? I'm like, you know what? I know I said I was going to come on here and review it, but this show stinks that I'm boycotting. And I just sit there with my arms crossed while you guys talk. <laughs> We're like, Dave, you can get off the call if you want. You're like, no, I'm going to sit here and boycott. Uh, I'm going to rub your face in it. Yeah, no, like, again, yeah, this was also, boy, the second time in a week that Hank, Hank Pym sort of just, or not not in a week, but second time Hank Pym sort of just fucks everything, huh? Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it was an interesting concept. Like, I know nothing of Marvel, of the Marvel zombies. Like, I, I just, I know it's a thing. I know I bought the, yeah. I know I bought the Iron Man and Doctor Strange Funko Pops because they look cool. Um, but yeah, I was just like, all right, let's see what this is. And then, I'm a very big fan of, of Train to Busan as I constantly find a way yeah. to, to shoehorn it in there. Um, but yeah, like it kind of gave me those vibes, and yeah, like when like again last week's Doctor Strange episode, I was like, man, that's pretty fucking dark. I don't think they'll top that. And then, like you mentioned, they get to a scene where, and sorry if you haven't seen it, we're spoiling it. Sorry, um, Vision is feeding King T'Challa to Wanda yeah. to keep her alive, like like cutting off chunks of him. What the fuck, like? 
what the fuck? You know, like that almost makes me think like, I don't know, man, you know, maybe uh, Scott Lang's head, you know, maybe like he could have saved the rest of his body, but for some reason he only saved the head. Like, I don't know. Right. I was just, yeah, it was crazy. And then like such like a a grim ending, uh, you know, with like they finally make it back to Wakanda and you see that Thanos shows up, uh, fucking zombie Thanos. Although I don't know how he got the Mind Stone. Um, Right. But I mean, again, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, it was just—it was such a crazy and like intense episode that I, again, I was just like, "Oh, they—they they brought it to him, right? Didn't Vision take it off his head?" Oh shit! Yeah. And then they said, "Go to Wakanda." They—they they basically brought it to him. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Boy, poor Peter. Boy. <laughs> Poor Peter and T'Challa, like they're yeah, Jesus Christ, they're going through a rough couple. <laughs> yeah, no, you. Another cool scene though was um, when uh, Hope well, again, Hope. I wish she got this much shine in the movies, you know. Hope Van Dyne, yeah. like, kind of short change in the movies, but like in these Marvel shows, like, uh, it's been the crux of two very important episodes. But when she gets giant and just starts fucking kicking and throwing all these zombies around, that was that was pretty cool uh, too. She should have been doing that the whole time. Yes. Like, I, 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 this is a cartoon, so I don't know why I'm getting all worked up about it. But if I'm a giant man and I'm smash, smashing on these zombies, uh, they're not crawling up me like ants. I'm shaking like a motherfucker. I'm stomping the ground. These guys, oh, it'd be a zombie apocalypse for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of thought the same thing too, where it's like, what the? But no, it, again, I, I I very much like this concept. I very much like just that and, you know, like as yeah. a whole. By the way, did you see um, there was some sort of video game thing this weekend and they released trailers for uh, the new Spider-Man game, um, the new, and there's like a Wolverine game. Did you yeah. happen to catch any of those trailers? Oh, yeah. The PlayStation Showcase. Yeah, they, uh, Insomniac's been working really hard. Like, uh, they made the Spider-Man game for PS4, and then they did the Miles Morales. It was kind of like half a game, um, but it was really good. And then they showed off Spider-Man 2, which looks like it's got co-op, because they showed Peter and Miles. And then it had a voiceover by Craven the Hunter. And then you had a... Like, uh, Venom pops out, and it's like, oh my god. And then, like... They showed off I, – I knew it was Wolverine. I was like, oh, shit, they're making a Wolverine game. And then his claws come out. I was like, oh, my God. So, like, what an embarrassment of riches we've got coming. Well, the one that got my attention the most uh, clearly was the God of War 5 one. Did you catch yeah. that one? Like, the Ragnarok? Yeah. Like, I will, I will tell everyone until I'm blue in the face how much – I love that video game, you know, like it's yeah. sort of like reinvigorated my love for video games. Um, cause I'm not much of a gamer. Like I know a lot of people right. look at me and think like, Oh, he's into all this other nerdy shit. This guy must totally love, uh, like Zelda or final fantasy or GTA. And I'm like, eh, I like the Pokemon games, you know, like very, like very much like that. But uh, like what, what did you think of the like, the trailer? Because there's so there's so much to take in. Like it was one of those like you know it's like they saw the reaction to all these other trailers and we're like ah hold our beer here's a fucking three minute yeah. clip. What did you think? Well, I I, I liked it because like yeah I love the first game. Although it's like it's like one of the 
Sony first person or first uh, party studio titles that I have not platinumed. I cannot beat the Queen of the Valkyries on the first one, no matter what I do. Um, but yeah, like you, you see uh, Kratos, who's always Kratos ish, but then you see uh, his son is now a teenager. And if you thought he was kind of like whiny and incessant in the first one, he's really like, well, I want to go do this. And he's like, boy. Um, the one thing I was confused about, and maybe my memory is a little goofy because it's been a while since I played the the last one, but he said he wanted to go fight Loki, but like he's Loki, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think he said maybe he just he just didn't yet. realize it. Yeah. yeah. And so and then the other thing was the cool thing, you know, you've got the God of War. He was the Greek God of War. And now they're in Norse mythology. And then like you almost forget, oh, there there's their own God of War. And they say, we got to find Tyre. And he's like, he's like 15 foot tall. <laughs> it's pretty rad. Like I cannot wait. Um, and then also, if you guys played the game, you know that there's, uh, there's a couple uh, realms that we weren't able to play that were just kind of like, uh, like enticingly sitting there for the next game that we'll probably be able to get in there. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited. It's going to be good. A lot of Sony fans have been waiting for this. So, I mean, admittedly, admittedly, I have not even opened up my PS5 yet because Oof. I've because I've said like I'm waiting for God of War Five. Um, I'm also waiting to see if Michael will give me a version with the the disc version uh, and trade for my digital version. But that's either here or there. But I thought he said he would trade you. Yeah, I thought he, I thought so as well. Reliable. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe I should maybe I should go to the the boss of M three Toys. Um, yeah. But no, but yeah, uh, I was I like me and Zisselman, Eric Zisselman, former guest on the show. Uh, yeah. Atlantis theme bar mitzvah. You guys will never hear that, but that's what we talked about. Um, I I watched it and I, it was one of those like, oh, now that I know this exists, I gotta wait. Like, come on, like it just yeah. it looks so cool. And yeah, like you mentioned, his son was so whiny and annoying before and now that he's like come on dad like we gotta act like warriors and kratos is just like no i'm just he's like, yeah kratos is like don't tell me what a warrior is i've slaughtered million people i'm literally white with the ashes of people i've slaughtered including my own family you know i've killed my kid before and i won't fucking hesitate to do it <laughs> yeah. again uh, yeah this time will be an accident yeah um like did, like when you started playing the you know the last one, did you imagine that it would get to the point where it's essentially spawn the whole new trilogy? Because the other one was like three as like three, and then like I mean some other like tie-ins. Uh, but like, did you like did you think we'd get here to the point where we're just talking about like now we get to fucking fight Thor and visit all these other realms? Well, like when it came to the like the original God of War stuff, they uh, there was like an Easter egg where they teased Egyptian mythology. Oh, um which would have been dope. Um, yeah, that's kind of always been like the fans, uh, like, you know, fantasy booking. It was like, oh man, like Norse mythology was one of them. Obviously everyone wanted to see him fight Thor and shit. But um, I think, I thought I heard them say that this game will wrap up the Norse part. So I don't think we're going to get a trilogy. <clears throat> But it would be interesting to see if he moves on to Japanese mythology. I mean, there's all kinds of mythologies he could go on to. 
Um, but Kratos is getting a little old. I, I wonder if his son will end up taking over the reins. Who knows? I don't know if anyone would accept that, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just, just seeing how beautiful the last God of war was and, you know, spoiler alert. I love, I love that ax, but getting back the blades of chaos was like the coolest thing. It, it just felt right. Um, well, I mean, they're going to do some bonkers shit with this game. So I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I would love if they did like Egyptian mythology. Again, I'm someone oh. that's big on Egyptian mythology. Um, but I, I wouldn't play it if Kratos is involved. Yeah. You know, like I think, I think most fans would be like, nah, no, thank you. Yeah. So. And, and, and it, there is, there is a story there to tell with like, you know, with, with him and his son kind of exploring all these other different places and kind of just, you know, getting around yeah. to all the different mythologies. Cause they, like you mentioned, there's like a lot of Chinese mythology, like, um, you do like South America too. Like, yeah, I can't. Well, and you, you, you even have something like, you know, like Roman gods are so similar to the, the Greek gods. It'd be, it'd be weird for him to see kind of like, you know, like that Seinfeld episode where they meet like their doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd be weird for him to fight all those people that are kind of like weird mirror images of all the gods he's already faced. But uh, yeah, there's there's definitely plenty of places to go. Um, yeah, and I, if I'll tell you what, too, I was, I love the original voice of Kratos. I can't remember the guy's name, um, <clears throat> but he he played Carlton in Living Single, and then this new guy comes in and like he's perfect like that's that's my god of war now so wait it's not the same it's not the same actor no 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 it used to be uh hold on let me look uh yeah he, he was a living single uh hold on very skinny dude mm-hmm living yeah, like I, I, yeah, CC uh, Carson. Okay, and and then the guy that plays him now uh, was in Stargate. I can't remember that guy's name either. But and also in real life, he's gigantic. Like he could be Kratos himself too. He accepted an award at a show once, and he, like he he's just like, boy, come here, and like he boy. did the voice, and it's just like, holy shit, yeah, like you you are you are Kratos, like you're yeah, for, massive. Yeah, Chris- judge yeah christopher judge is the new guy uh and it's it's sucks because like i hate when people do that like i hated when um Kiefer sutherland took over for david hater and the metal gear solid series but like you know it's not mine to mold as i see fit so i guess whatever yeah i remember like a while back they had said they wanted to make like a movie but then it was one of the, all those like shitty like uh like Hercules and all those like gods of each, all those things sort of just like took all the cool shit that you could see from like a God of War movie. And it was just like, right. well, but I feel like if they did it, I feel like they could do it now. Like, yeah. For sure. Are there any video games that you like off the top of your head that you think like if tomorrow HBO was like, we're making this into a show or something that would be like a hit. Yeah. I mean, they are working on, um, Metal Gear Solid, which is my favorite game. Um, and hold on. I think they cast Oscar Isaac as Solid Snake, which would be pretty cool. Um, I think he would make a really good Solid Snake. 
Um, it's weird. There's there's a lot of games that like I thought Doom would have been a good movie, but you know it kind of sucked with The Rock. Um, God of War would do really well, I think, if, if you did it as like a trilogy. Mm. Ooh, that's about it, really. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure I'm, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know I know personally, I've always, I've always been one to say that. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Bioshock. Like I feel that Bioshock, yeah, Bioshock is one of those that it's just it's just perfect, you know. Yeah. Oh, you know what? There's one I uh, Overwatch. There, uh, Blizzard makes this game Overwatch, which Blizzard's in a big like controversy with uh, some frat boy behavior with that company. But um, they would do these. They're like almost like Pixar style shorts for all of their characters. And like anytime people have, they've always said this should be a movie. Like they really excelled at making these short movies. Um, if, if any of you guys are interested, you should just look up Overwatch shorts. They're, they're super good and they would make a great movie, but yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That man, again, what, like I, I enjoyed those, the first two resident evil movies. Like I, I don't, I don't think we make another good video game. We, as if I'm fucking making movies. Yeah. I don't think there's another good video game movie until like Sonic and Detective Pikachu come around. You know? Which is weird. Son- Sonic had all the hallmarks of being a shit show, and they really turned. That was a really good movie. Man, Sonic says that's no bad movie. It's a good <laughs> one. Um, but hey, speaking of movies, it's, it's funny because this weekend I got to hang around with. Uh, uh, with Wes and the people over at Vinegar Syndrome, who they restore old horror movies and stuff like that. But before, kind of, but before I get into like that part of the story, I was so Friday. I felt your pain. You are someone who you you've talked about several times how, off often when we get free food and stuff, you're you're not there. <laughs> you're not at the shop. Um, every time. Yeah, almost <laughs> every time. And yeah. well, there I was Friday. So Friday. Uh, Friday, I was already missing out on dinner because it was my mom's birthday that day, and uh, my family was getting together for dinner, and I would be on the road. So I was just like, "Cool, guess I'm not getting dinner." And then shortly thereafter, I find out I'm also not getting lunch because uh, uh, Dana, you know the wonderful Dana Massey over at uh, AEW, um, she purchased Lou Malnati's for the shop, and I had to hit the road. And it was one of those, Ugh. yeah. It was one of those things where I was just like, "We we can't wait till Monday. Maybe we should wait till Monday." And Ryan's like, "No, Kareem already ordered the pizza." And I'm just like, "31 of them. 31 of 32, I think. 32. Uh, 31, 32. I don't know. I mean, they would have been gone if you and I were there. But regardless, I was just like, "Fuck, man." Um, and literally, what what made what the cherry on top? What made it even more annoying? was the fact that I'm leaving and uh, I'm asking Moses to if he could move the uh, Pro Wrestling Tees car because it was in my way. And, like, as soon as I'm, like, pulling out, Moses is like, oh, yeah, he's like, pizza just got here. And I'm like, yes, it did. Of course. Of course it just got here and everyone's eating pizza, you know. And I, I could have gone back and eaten some pizza, but it was one of those things where I'm just like, I still, I still had to stop by my mom's house and, and bring her some flowers. So I just... 
you know, you're a good boy. I was a good boy, but you know, luckily enough, later that night I got pizza because uh, from there I drove all the way to uh, almost Toledo, Ohio, one of the suburbs of Toledo, Ohio, to visit Wes and the rest of the uh, Allen Club out there. Um, I was so excited because I got to meet Wes's mom. Uh, so f- for those of you guys who don't know Wes's mom, um, she is like the sweetest person ever. She's constantly making uh, like homemade. Uh, car- uh, caramel corn and like sending it to like Wes and them occasionally they'll send me like um, just packages of goodies and things like that and she'll always make she always makes them and, and you know send them to send them over to me this time she made two bags full or when Wes and them were here for all that weekend she made two bags full so I just I had to bring some of it to the shop because I was like there's no way I'm gonna finish uh, there's no way I'm gonna finish all this but like right. she was there, uh, so I I got to meet her and, and chat with her, which is lovely because she's someone that like she's just so nice to me, and like people's grandmothers love me. Like that's weird. I mean, I'm sure. Well, my grandmother's dead now, but she loved me. Yeah. Um. But like grandmas really like me for some reason. So ladies, if you have a grandmother, you know, I'll sweeten her up. Yeah. Uh, that needs to be- yeah that needs companion well i thought more like i would like ladies you know if you want like a a husband or something that would be really nice to your grandma but also if there's any hot giggles out there um (laughs) but no so yeah like i get there and also speaking of value like it like because it's like a suburb of ohio dude it was so spooky getting to wes's house like i pull onto this like one road and there's just this big cemetery and right after the cemetery just all cornfields and i'm like whoa this is pretty spooky but it was, it was cool and yeah you know I, I got to sit and when i got there there was uh there was already pizza there wes had gone to pick up some pizza so um i got to have pizza with with the allen club and just you know talk to everyone then we all watched rampage together and it was just it was nice you know they showed me around their house and like it, it was just i i you know such a lovely people such like a lovely family that so it's so weird because we, you know, because we both happen to listen to the same podcast and Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Um, we formed this bond and connection and friendship where like uh, Cash, you know, sort of like he's like my little like adopted brother. Same thing with Roxy. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll wait till I get to the, the convention to talk about that. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Wes and I, we hit the road the next day at like eight in the morning because uh, we had to drive up to Cincinnati, which is about two, two and a half hours away. And as we're driving over there, we stop at a Dunkin' Donuts. And this is where I found out the most interesting thing about Ohio, Dave. Um, is apparently COVID doesn't exist there. Like, because Wes, Wes and I were the only little silly billies wearing masks. Nobody else wore a mask anywhere. Like That's a Midwestern thing. They they don't believe in anything. Yeah, I'm sure if I would have asked them, they would have said it was a made-up <laughs> thing by all the liberals. Um because yeah, driving there, a lot, a lot of what I saw was a lot of Trump twenty twenty, uh, abortions are evil, Jesus is real, God is great, yeah. a, lot, a lot of that yeah. stuff, and I was just like, oh boy, um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, so so we we got there, we drove there, we got to the convention, um, and this was my first convention like since the last C two E two we did right before like COVID kind of you know like hit. COVID was a thing then, but it was the last one that, you know, we got to do. And, and that was C2E2. Um, and 
you know, first off, I got to meet uh, James and Courtney, who both those guys work uh, with Vinegar Syndrome, like I mentioned, Vinegar Syndrome. Like if you listen to the the Sam Roberts episode that that we did with him, he mentions Vinegar Syndrome again. They restore a lot of like older horror movies into like awesome looking Blu-rays. Um, do uh, Do you know where that name comes from? No. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome. It's a very appropriate name. Vinegar Syndrome is. Uh, what people describe as the smell of deteriorating film. Huh. So it's like a vinegary smell. And so like, you know, they're restoring old movies. It's a pretty cool name. When I first heard it, I was like, what the the fuck does that mean? (laughs) And then I looked it up. I was like, oh shit. Well, aptly so it were pretty fucking cool people that were running like the booth. Like um, me and me, James and Courtney, we all kind of just hit it off. James, I think was like the person in charge. He was kind of like, at least to me, kind of seemed like their Ryan. Um, right. You know, he, he was super cool. Like, we we kind of just hit it off right away. Um, but, I, you know, Courtney, he was like, oh, because they were like, oh, so what are you trying to do? Mind you, I'm walking around with all these fucking poster tubes because um, I was there to see the cast of Clerks. I was there to see uh, Jeff Anderson, who plays Randall, and Brian O'Halloran, who plays Dante, um, as well as get our uh, um, the episode cover signed by Jason Muse because last time I was unable to get Jason's signature on mm. there. Um, and originally I wanted to also, I had a mall rats poster too, that I wanted to get signed by Michael Rooker and um, Jeremy London. Oh. But they were just never there anytime. Whenever oh. I would go look for them, they weren't there. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I already spent so much yeah. buddy, but I, I was so embarrassed. Well, one, I was like, Oh, cause I had to go pull out cash and there was just like the ATM and like, this stupid little machine charging me to take out my money. I was like, God right. damn you fucking ATM. Um, but I, so I did the one thing that I hate when people do. So, and of course what I'm talking about is what happens at these autograph signings is people will come <laughs> up and they're so yeah. excited that they, for, they don't, or th- like they don't pre take out whatever it is that they need to get signed. They just they run just up there pay and then they're yeah. just fumbling oh i did that i was just, i was so embarrassed i embarrassed myself in a brian o'holler and i'm just like oh my god so i'm just uh, like so embarrassed um but you know i i got all my stuff signed by him which um i don't even know if i mentioned it to you this might be a surprise to you as well um as, as you know dave i i had uh, a clerk's movie poster sent into our friends over at lilu multiprops as they were doing a yes. signing um with Trevor Furman, who plays Elias in the Clerk and Clerks Two, and I had this big movie size poster, and I was like, "All right, cool." I was like, "I can get that sent by Elias," and then I'm going to see, you know, Dante and Randall next month, or you know, next yeah, like in, in a few months. I was like, "So I can get that signed." I was like, "Then all I need is Rosario Dawson's autograph." Well, I'm just like, "Fuck!" People are already getting their Trevor stuff signed. I'm like, "Have they sh- have they shipped mine?" I'm like, F- "I'm getting worried because at this point, it's Monday." And I'm like, right. oh, and so I, I hit up Joe over at Lilu and I'm like, Hey, you know, like, um, have you have by chance, have you shipped it out yet? If not, don't worry. I was like, that's totally okay. Like I I'll pay for you to expedite it. Like I just need it. You know? And he's just like, Oh, right. I'm like, I'm sorry. He goes, uh, we kind of held it back a little bit, but this is why they got fucking Rosario Dawson to sign it. Nice. Yeah. Like, Oh, oh dude, I was so fucking happy. Like it was when I was, where words i was walking around to everyone in the shop just like oh my god look rosario dasson saying that um but then luckily they came in friday so you know i got my stuff signed by you know by brian and uh, 
because of COVID, I was wearing my mask. You, you had to wear your mask specifically in that room, but I was wearing my mask regardless. Uh, and then I go up to Jeff Anderson, who plays, uh, you know, Randall. And we had a we, with, with you know with with Dante, it, it was a fun kind of conversation. Um, but I felt it was a little bit more personable with Jeff Anderson, who plays Randall. You know, like he sees my mask, he's like, "Holy shit!" He goes, "Can I take a picture of that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, by all means, man." You know, and like he takes a picture of it, he goes, "That freaks me out." And I was like, yeah, I was like, I kind of wore this one on purpose to be a dick because there was like a lot of people would like look at me with like a confused look and I would just like give them the wink. Um, and it, yeah, you know, I get my stuff signed by him. Funny enough, I uh, on the clerk's poster because I had a clerk's poster and then, you know, my clerk's two stuff on the clerk's one, you know, old Dante signs, you know, I'm 37 and, you know, question mark, question mark. And Jeff Anderson signs, you know, the clerk's one puts an I'm 38 and 39. Um, what do you call it? Uh, but it was just, it, it, you know, it was just one of those things where I was like, fuck, man, I was so happy. And then the guy who was working like their kind of security event thing or whatever, um, he, it turns out he was a pro wrestling tees fan because he saw the poster that I had and he's like, hey, he goes, what is that? It says pro wrestling tees. Um, and I started just talk to him and like, I told him he should listen. So he might be listening to this. Um, but you know, we're sort of just chit chatting and again, I'm so excited and I have to fucking, I'm stumbling around with all these different poster tubes and stuff. Uh, and I, I just walk in and I leave it in my car cause I'm like, well, I'm going to be here for a while. Um, right. And then I get back to like Wes and them and you know, they're like, Oh, how was it? I'm like, yeah, yeah. They're like, Oh, did you get your picture? And I'm like, got to go back for my picture. Uh, so I go back there, you know, and I take a photo with them and again, you know, just super cool people and um it's like it's one of those things where uh like very much like with wrestling um you know like the people behind the characters that we see you know like they're almost 90 percent of like 90 percent of times are just as fucking cool like um you know as you imagine they would be every now and then you encounter one that's kind of a prick uh but for the most part, you know, that was cool. And that, that was very much my experience, you know, with, with Jeff and Brian. Like, they were cool fucking dudes. Um, and what and it's one of those things where I, like, I know how much of a Kevin Smith fan that I am. Um, and so I'm just like, okay, like, maybe some people will recognize it. But it's all very much like with wrestling. It's very fun when I post, you know, something like Clerks or VSU related. And all, like, the fans come out of like, oh, yeah, that's Jane Silent Bob. Or I know what that is. I know who those people yeah. are. Um, but yeah, dude, I was, just, I was happy to fucking, I got to meet Jane Silent, or fucking, I got to meet Dante and Randall, like. Like, how cool is that? Exactly, like, exactly, like, fucking yeah. super cool. Uh, but after, you know, after that, um, I'm sort of just walking around the floor, looking at all, like, the cool, like, vendors and all the cool shit they have, and I do what I always do, and I, one, because of my mask, everyone's, like, making eye contact with me and like, Oh, ha ha ha. And then like, I get stuck at their table and they're like, Oh, check out my wares. Check out what I got. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't want to buy like, you know, I don't want to buy a VHS cover with a fucking, I don't want to buy this VHS tape that you spray painted like Jason onto. I'm sorry. Like I just, I don't want to buy these weird things, but there were some tables I saw that had cool shit. And I'm just like, okay, okay. Um, Cause you never buy thing. You never buy something right away. You know, you gotta, you gotta walk around, see what everyone has to offer. Uh, or even if I don't want the thing, I'll be like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna make a lap and I'll, I'll be right back. And then I don't go in that area again. 
Yeah, I, 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 that's I de- my secret. I definitely had to to do that once or maybe twice. Like it was, <laughs> um, you know, just pretend I didn't, see, I don't see that table, even though I'm directly in front of it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but then Wes is like, oh, he goes, he's like, oh, I, I kind of want to rock on the floor. I want to buy, I want to buy cash a t shirt. Um, which James, you know, pulls out his cash as here, buy it on me, you know? So we're like, oh, okay. So we're kind of walking around the floor and I completely missed an entire room. Like it looked like it was like a hallway leading to like a bathroom or something, but it was just an entire other room. Uh, and there was people getting tattooed in that room. There was a lot of like more clothing and stuff, but I found what was the coolest fucking thing. And it was a Buddha statue but with Iron Man's head on it. So instantly, of course I fucking bought this thing. Um, Cause it was just so awesome. You know, like the guy was also selling a little, it was like an alligator with Loki's like crown on it. And I wanted to buy that, but I think it was like 40 bucks. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. Like, well, there there was a guy like that at C2E2. He was doing like this, like he would have like a Darth Vader Buddha. He'd have a bunch of like Buddhas. And then, he had a Snoop elf on a shelf that I was like, I have to have this. So I've got that probably displayed up by my desk. Wait, but is, is that where he got it? Yeah. It, it might've been the same guy. I, I mean, a lot of people do the Buddhas, but like there's one guy that has a prominent booth at C2E2 every year. And I'm, I'm assuming that's close enough to probably where he lives to go to Ohio. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, they also had, and I, I, I wanted to get it, but I was like, I don't need it. It was a Hodor doorstop. Oh, yeah. Like it said Hodor and it was a doorstop, but it was just like, I don't need a doorstopper. Like that, that's a, like, and I'm sure you can agree with me. Like how many times you just walk on the floor and you start seeing shit and you want to buy it, but you're like, I don't need this. Oh, almost everything I own was me failing to heed that on my own direction. (laughs) I'm like, I don't need this, but uh, I'll take two. Exactly, and that was me, and I ha- I had to restrain myself. Um, I I did go back to one table where I was like, oh yeah, yeah, like I I'll, I'll come back. I'm sure like I thought I was lying because I'm sure that's just what everyone says. Um, sure. but I, I bought it was this cool like Danny DeVito print where he's giant, and the rest of the boys from it's always rest of the you know the cast from it's always sunny. They're just like really tiny. Um, yeah. and as a gift for Ashley, Wes's wonderful wife, I bought her. It was this really awesome midsummer print. Like it looked really cool. And I was just like, you know what? She would like this. So I, I bought that for her. Um, but while me and Wes are walking around, he's trying to get something for Roxy, his you know, his his daughter. And he tells me, he's like, I want to find something Mothman related. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let me find something Mothman related. He's like, yeah, she loves the Mothman. She's going to dress up as a Mothman for Halloween. Oh. And I was just like, she's the coolest fucking kid that I know. That's pretty rad. Like, how many kids? Like, I've never heard of, I've never heard of anyone saying, I'm going to be the Mothman for Halloween. Yeah let alone an eight-year-old girl. That's a bold, that's a bold choice. <laughs> bold choice. But we find this table that has a bunch of like little cutesy, like little kid kind of uh, artistically drawn stuff. They had a print of Jay and Silent Bob drawn in this style, and I was like, fuck, I should kind of get that to get it signed. But um, Wes, the, they had two little uh, Mothman plushies, so Wes bought her one, and I was like, well, fuck, if she's getting the black one, she's got to get the blue one too. Um so, you know, so, so we bought that um, as well, and then you know, and the rest of the day we we're kind of just chilling over by the uh, by the Vinegar Syndrome booth. Um, you know, people coming by and you know buying stuff, and it was fun. Again, just getting to know James and Courtney, as I already know Wes. Um, but occasionally, 
two of their buddies, Matt and Conan, kept coming by. Uh, Matt, funny enough, kind of looked a little bit like Jason Mewes to me, like a bigger Jason Mewes. Uh, and Conan, he was just—he's a—he's he was like their stupid Michael, you know? Like he's <laughs> yeah. that—he's that friend that they just give shit to, like constantly, um, but out of love. You know, like it's, yeah. it's very much just like, fuck, we have to like give you shit and bully you. Um, very much the way we, the very much the same way we do with Michael because we yeah. love Michael. Um, but you know, so, so they're doing that. And, um, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> so at the topic of dinner comes up and Courtney, I think like uh, James is saying, he's like, listen, he goes, I'll pay. For, he goes, you guys know the drill. I pay for it. You guys just got to figure out where. And so they're kind of discussing, and I'm not throwing any names out there or anything, as I feel like it's it's inappropriate. As You know, I'm like, uh, look in my head, I'm like, I just met these people. I, I'm going to pay for my own lunch regardless of wherever we go. And Courtney says, what about the Red Lobster? And it was kind of a joke for a bit where we're just like, ha, 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 yeah, we're going to go to the Red Lobster. Um, and then that's eventually where we wind up going. And I'm kind of just like, oh, fuck, like, I don't eat seafood. But I look up the menu and I'm like, all right, there's other shit that isn't seafood. So whatever. Um, you know, we go back to like the Airbnb where they're staying. And like, again, at this point, me me and James, we're, we're really clicking. We're really bonding, you know? Uh, right. And so we get to the Red Lobster and they're like, oh, yeah, we're meeting up Matt and Conan there. And so we get there and there's Matt, Conan, and a green-haired woman. You know, beautiful woman, very much, you know, the kind of spooky gal I'm into. Um and so we get there and you know we all sit down we're having you know we're, we're they're packed they're fucking slammed because i guess you know that is just red lobster is really popular in ohio i don't know but you know they're fucking slammed so we're all just you know we're sitting down you know we have our we get our drinks our appetizers and we're waiting and at one point the green-haired girl decides to get up she needs to go to the bathroom so she does that she walks away and then James asks Matt and Conan the question, who is that? And they go, we don't know. We're like, what? We're like, excuse me? They're like, yeah, I don't, like, yeah, we don't know. They're like, she, uh, cause they, they were also vending there at the event and she kind of just lingered around their table and, uh, you know, the sh- everything was closing. They were leaving and she's like, oh, I'm also staying at this like same like motel chain that they were staying at and uh she was and then for some reason they like she's staying there as well but they let her use their bathroom um and then she was just like oh can i tag along and so she tagged along and nobody knew her name so it's a literal just stranger sitting there at the table and once she comes back you can very much just feel the vibe kind of change she had mentioned that she was married that was all we really knew about her that she was married to a chef um And so we're all sitting there, and it's funny because, like, uh, at this point, James is sort of just asking everyone general questions, you know, like, oh, uh, you know, Wes, how are your children? What hobbies do they enjoy? He's asking me about work and, and just, like, gets to asking her sort of questions. But, again, it's just, like, all we figured out was that she grew up in Ohio. Um, That's pretty much all we knew. Um and yeah, it was just, it was such a random thing. Like the whole night, we were just like, "Who was this person? Like, who was this stranger that we all broke bread with? We we have no idea who she was. She was just there with us." Um, but 
the one thing I did want to get to though is I, I think the, the moment of, of the night of, of dinner that the sort of solidified the friendship you know how, how close James and I were was that uh, we ordered we both ordered the Wagyu burger he ordered his medium rare I ordered mine well done yeah 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 I know I know well done I know I'm gonna get yeah I'm, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get shit from everyone from every fucking corner um, <laughs> but I you know that's how I ordered mine and, and James jokingly he goes he, at this point he was calling me number two because he said I was raising in the ranks and, you know he goes number two yeah. come on buddy what the fuck <laughs> are we, you know what the fuck are we doing um, right and you know it's like ah, ha, ha. so i'm eating I, I take like one or two bites out of my out of the burger i'm eating and james goes is there pink in your burger and i'm like huh he goes is there pink in your burger and i looked down and i was like oh yeah i'm like i guess they swapped our burgers and he's like oh fuck yeah they did and i'm like well do you want like i was like let's just trade because at this point we've both taken about the you know equal bites out of our burgers, I'm right? Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, do do you want to do you want to trade? And he's like, would you do that? And I'm like, well, one, I'm like, well, you're fucking paying. But I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And so we just trade burgers and just continue eating like nothing happened at all, you know? Because he wanted the medium rare one and I wanted the well done one. Um, and yeah, it was just like you know, it was just one of those things. It was like a fun dinner. I didn't think you know they say oh like you know when you talk about delicacy in ohio they say a lot of things but they never say red lobsters but um <laughs> that night you know it was red lobster i was and you know I, I, eventually at this point i'm fucking exhausted because I, I forgot to leave out the part where um because we had to wake up so early to drive to cincinnati i only slept about four hours right like i'm literally running on four hours of sleep my phone's dying i'm just like fuck oh and James goes to some after party and I think Wes and Courtney were also going to join him in, but I'm like, I'm dipping. I'm, I got to go back to my hotel. Um, I have a giant king size bed waiting for me. And I just, not, I knocked out at like 10, which was like a Chicago nine. Um, yeah. So I was out pretty early, but it was the first time that I got to sleep in, in like oh. a month, maybe two months. Like I'm not even, I'm not even being hyperbolic. Like, We've just been that busy at work. This is the first time I've gotten to, you know, sleep in and, and enjoy. Like I woke up to like like the the housekeeper like knocking on my door because it was like a little it was definitely past uh you know checkout time. Um and at this point I was expecting to go get Waffle House for breakfast because I've I mentioned it before how much I love Waffle House. Um and anytime I book a hotel in Florida, I make sure it's near a Waffle House so that I know what I'm eating for breakfast. By sheer happenstance, Waffle House was right near the hotel I was staying at. So I figured, hell yeah, I'll check out, walk over to the old Waffle House, and uh, get breakfast. But they were they were so busy and severely short-staffed. Um, I didn't get to eat Waffle House, Dave. Well, I, I guess we can thank all those millennials getting the free money from the government, yeah. not wanting to work. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they, they didn't want to work. Um, yeah. And so, and so you don't get no waffles. I didn't get no waffles, but it was fine, you know, because, um, I, you know, I'd already had so much fun on that trip. That yeah. I, you know, I, I can't be a greedy little boy and ask for more. No. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you had you had plenty of fun. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, shortly thereafter, I go by the convention. I say bye to the guys. Um, you know, they were kind enough to give me a handful of, uh, you know, vinegar syndrome films. And, you know, I was on my way. 
it sucks. It was a five hour drive back. It was five yeah. hour, but with me having to, you know, stop for like gas and stuff, about five and a half. Um, right. I did mention to you though, at one point, um, cause I had just filled up like the day before when I got to Ohio. Right. So I was, I was okay. Um, at one point I'm like in Bumblefuck, Indiana. I don't know where it was. It was Bumblefuck, Indiana. I like a random, which, which describes almost the entirety of Indiana. It describes most of Indiana. Correct. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's just some random, uh, truck stop slash like rest yeah. area. And I mentioned to you, I'm going inside and I see a sign that says no cruising. Dave, can you explain what that means? Well, you know, to the to the neophyte or the uninitiated, the cruising, you would think, oh, they don't want you joyriding around the lot. That's so you don't go uh, looking for lounge lizards or uh, whores, prostitutes. Uh, they, they don't want you uh, hooking up with uh, sex workers in your truck. And so, I mean, that's like a common thing in uh, – at truck stops normally, but, uh, other than that, I, I love, I love most truck stops. Cause like, it's weird. You, you could go into a gas station where you could go get a shower and then you can get every phone charger known to man. Plus like weird shot glasses. Truck stops are the shit. Yeah. No, oh, I didn't even mention. So at one point I stopped at a random, uh, gas station. It's like a gas station rest up. Same thing, you know, rest area. And there's a Seven Eleven in there. Um, and I'm just like, all right, like, let me, let me just load up on some snacks and a drink or two. Um, and so I go up to the register and it's li this little old lady up there and yeah. I, I, I'm like, oh, here you go. And I scan my stuff and she just looks up and goes, have a great day. And I'm like, oh, I haven't paid yet. And she goes, yep. Have a great day. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I like walk off to this. I literally just like move a step behind or something like that. And then the people behind me, they put their stuff on the counter. Same thing. She scans it and just goes, have a great day. And I look Holy at, shit. I look at this couple and they look at me and we're just like, okay. She said, have a great day. She, uh, she kind of gave us the go ahead to just walk away. So we're going to walk away. And, hope you know hopefully nothing bad comes of it but no she just like i don't know if it was her last day i don't know if she was, she just was in, yeah someone paying for everyone that day i don't know i don't know if she was in a good mood i don't know i don't know what the case was dave um yeah she just paid for everything and so you know it's that nice midwestern hospitality um yeah. you don't always get it <laughs> but when you do yeah you know when you do the, yeah well, uh, by the way, I <laughs> I said whores and I feel bad about it. <laughs> that, that was like a knee jerk word, and it's not a good way to refer to sex workers. It's it's a viable profession for a lot of people. I, I as soon as I said it, I was like, oh man, that's that's like an old vestige from like unpolitically correct times. I shouldn't have said whore. Prostitute. Prostitute is we we support sex work here at the PWT. We, we do yes, right. it, unless you're at that truck stop. Yeah, then you can't. Yeah, because there's signs. Yeah. There's signage that says not to, and at this point, you're just yeah. being a dick and not paying attention. Yeah, oh, so, so we could be we could be better the way we refer to sex workers, including myself. So I'm chastising myself, guys. Definitely yes, and see that's growth. That's progression. Instead of you being canceled, yeah. we all now like you know acknowledge yeah. that you fucked up way it should be yeah um and then i'll get a little shame and uh, deservedly so 
Deservedly so. Uh, one of the things, though, that I actually kind of felt shame about, though, was um, we missed out on Freelance Friday. Or I missed out on Freelance yes. Friday. They were back at the Logan Square Auditorium. Um, and I was so bummed out that I was like, wait, I don't get pizza and I don't get Freelance Friday? Oh. Um, but it was, you know, for bio accounts, it was a great show. It was a good show. Uh, and I know a friend of the show, Effie was there and this sort of brings it back to a story I forgot to mention. Um, cash had school photos this week and, uh, I'll send you the picture, but cash is, or Wes is on the phone with Ashley FaceTiming and he just starts dying like of laughter. He's laughing trouble. He goes, check this out. And uh, in Cash's school photo, he's wearing an F.E. T-shirt. And, I mean, all, all those shirts are, like, uh, you know, the shirts are always, like, cut off at a certain point. Right. But with his F.E. T-shirt, you can clearly see that it says F.E., um, you know. And he was just so proud of it. Like, I sent it to F.E., and he was just like, God, he's like, God bless this little boy. We need to, you know, we need to protect him. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, fuck yeah. Like, that. I love seeing, like, I love seeing that, you know, that, like, very much in the same way we know that like I became friends with Wes and them through Marty and Sarah, like cash is now, you know, friends with Effie. And I think, you know, we kind of helped in that. Well, and you know, I gotta say like, I'm not as close with cash as you are, but like I do follow him on social media and stuff. And, you know, just talking about like the way we've progressed as a society, like there used to be a time where people were afraid to express who they are. You know what I mean? And they'd be afraid of getting beaten, beaten up or just not living authentically. This kid lives 100% authentically, as far as I can tell. And he just doesn't give a fuck uh, in the best way possible. And so, yeah, fucking rock on, dude. Yeah, he is first, like, he is just unapolog- unapologetically him. And I love that about yeah. him. You know, like, if I had, yeah, if he's like a freshman now, if I had the confidence that he has as a freshman now, like if, if at fourteen I had the same confidence he had at fourteen, I would have been unstoppable, you know. You definitely would have been stumbling with your poster tubes, trying I, to get him out of. God, I, st- I you still walked right up. <laughs> I still, I still can't believe I did that. Literally, it was like the amount of the amount of shit I've talked about people who do that. Yeah, and then there I go doing this exact same thing. I was just and like, one of those things that you just cringe at yourself. You're like, ah, oh, god damn it. Yeah, I was like, oh god. But, you know, again, Brian O'Halloran, Dante, being as nice as he is, did not give me shit for it. So God God bless him. That's good. God bless That's him good. Yeah, for being that good. As well as God bless all the patrons of the show. We, we mentioned the Patreon. Um, you know, now is as good a time as any to join. You know, now that we're close to the beginning of the month. Um, again, we have our movie review show, our, you know, conspiracy theory, sort of unsolved murder, that, that kind of show. Um and the Power Ranger retrospective as well. You can sign up for as low as five bucks. You know, there's tons of fun episodes there. And um, I kind of want I just, I want to give a shout out to the people who uh, currently subscribe, the current uh, patrons of the show. I know we owe you guys some stuff. You guys know how busy we've been. It'll get shipped out this week. I promise. Um, but, you know, very quickly, I want to give a shout out to Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kohlenberg, uh, our little buddy, Mark Villanueva, Joshua Davis, Ryan Mears, Neil Flanagan, uh, Shannon Howanick, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Taffy, who was also in Cincinnati at the same time I was, but um, we just never got to see each other. Uh, Vivian, who I, Vivian, I'll bring you your birthday gifts at some point this week. Um, it's great week, so probably Friday. 
uh, Anthony Torres, Brandon from New Jersey, WH Park, who again we'll be talking to later on this week uh, for MCU later, John Ceno, uh, my godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Uh, Brad will be Dornick himself, uh, Moises Garcia, Sean Levine, Eric Campbell, uh, Kate, Katie Fabe, and of course Steve Feast. Thank you guys again for uh, being members of the Patreon. We, you know, we we do appreciate uh, all the support that you guys give us and have given us. Um, of course, if this is one of your first time listening, go back and listen to some of the episodes. We mentioned that Sam Roberts episode. That one's pretty fun. You know, we've talked with uh, Matt Cardona, the Young Bucks, Colt Cabana, uh, then Killer Cross, now Carrion Cross. Um, just a lot of people within the Young Bucks, a lot of people within the world of wrestling, Brody King, Effie, that uh, we've done really fun episodes with. There's a fun Jericho Cruise one. Um, ooh, I need to get into Jericho Cruise in a little bit right now. Um, but yeah, just go back and listen to some of those episodes uh, and you know, let us know how much you love them. Uh, Dave, the Jericho Cruise, it, it, it's probably happening. Um, and I think- Against all odds. Against all odds. <laughs> And I think I convinced – well, actually, I don't think I, I did it. I convinced Ryan uh, to let Cousin Jeremy come with us. Uh, oh, man, he's going to have so much fun. Every cruise – like, I'm not even being hyperbolic. Every cruise, there's been two of them. On both cruises, the one thing everyone kept saying was like, man, Cousin Jeremy should be here. Cousin Jeremy, of course, for you guys who don't know, he's a warehouse manager, works with us. He's been on here you know, several times um, – he has his own podcast as well, the What Do You Like podcast. And uh, what I like is Cousin Jeremy. As a matter of fact, I love Cousin Jeremy. And yeah, uh, you know, it was one of those things where Ryan was like, oh, I don't know, because who's going to run the warehouse? And I'm just like, just fucking, just come on. You know, like, on. if you want come me, on, if, man. if you want me to go, Cousin Jeremy has to come with. And, you know, that was the ultimatum I put him up to. And now Cousin Jeremy's coming. Um, he's me. He's replacing my old bunkmate, Michael, because uh, you know the baby Heredia won't be letting yeah. him go on that cruise, um, or maybe he does. I I don't. Who I, knows? Who knows? Uh, I'll be disappointed if he shows up because, come on, man. <laughs> what? What the hell? Uh, yeah, yeah. But do so many people are going to be gone <laughs> from the shop that week? Like a bunch of people are yeah. going to like EDC in Vegas. Um, we're going on the cruise, uh, you know, whoever's going to be left behind at the shop, it's just going to be a ghost town. Oh, well, we are in the rest. So now they got to take care of the, the fallout. Exactly. Yeah. Um, really quickly though, uh, I know we don't do much like wrestling talk, but we have kind of lately because of AEW. Did you see fucking the massive ratings that, uh, AEW got this week? They beat, they beat on the demo. I mean, the, see, these are the things that, like, you, you'll see all the the brand warriors come out, and t- typically the WWE warriors, are they're always talking, they'll never beat Rod anything. And it's like, well, it's happening. And even, like, people I know that don't watch wrestling are, like, they're hearing about it. And that's, you're not getting that with the WWE you know what I mean? And same thing with uh, like the Google searches for All Out were beating the SummerSlam Google searches, which like that's like their number two pay per view. So, I mean, the the, the winds are a change, and it feels like. And I I hope AEW can keep up this momentum because you know again I don't I don't want to bash another company, but it definitely seems like something has turned sour 
over in in uh, Connecticut, and uh, a lot of people are looking for an alternative. A lot of people are making uh, some not so thinly veiled hints at wanting to move. And uh, oh, by the way, speaking of wrestling, poor. Uh, Zelina Vega. Did you hear about what happened? Yeah. For for those of you who haven't, Dave, why don't you explain? So Zelina Vega, I, as we all know, is is uh, married to Malachi Black. She was one of the few people that made a stand saying, I want to keep my Twitch, and then they fired her. And then everyone was like, what the fuck? So they brought her back. Um, so now we all know, you know, the, the anniversary of 9-11 is up. She lost her father during 9-11 and they they used her for promo for she did a big thing saying you know uh, at Madison Square Garden she's going to breathe take it all in and this is going to be for her dad and then they cut her match and then after that she went on Twitter and she just wrote never mind I mean what what a way to crush someone's soul what the fuck yeah which is just like I mean it's one of those things where it's like listen both um you know, both AEW and WWE could be doing a lot more with the women's. And, you know, to AEW's credit, they've heard the criticism and they're working on it. Very much in the same way where they heard the criticism of like, hey, you know, like, you're not featuring enough black male talent. And, you know, they're like, okay, well, you know, so they're, they're clearly giving Will Hobbs a push. They've been giving Dante Martin a push. You know, they had them wrestle each other tonight. And they signed Lee Mortiari. So clearly they're hearing, you know, they're hearing the right. complaints. They're like, all right, you know. Let us work on that. <sighs> WWE loves to fucking sit there and jerk this jerk themselves off and be like we, re, women's revolution, specifically yeah. one for specifically one person's daughter in that company. Yeah. I won't name names, um, but there's one higher up's daughter who loves to get on TV and claim that her and her husband are in charge of the women's revolution when it actually happened a few years earlier in TNA Impact. Yeah. But uh, if you're not Charlotte. If you're not Becky, if you're not Sasha, and you're not Bailey, don't really give. A, they don't really give a fuck, right. and it sucks. And it sucks because like you look at NXT and how much like they would have like two women's. Ma- it got to the point where they're having like two women's matches on like these takeovers, and just the women's division for them has always been one of those very solid, uh, you know, distinctions between you know the the main roster, right? And like. You know, whatever, you know, some things might have ran long, but it's just like, and I don't doubt that they're like, you know, it wasn't malicious. You know, they didn't do this with malintent, but like the one person you're going to fucking use as the poster child for like 9-11, for all this 9-11 stuff you have going on, and you're going to cut her match. Like, yeah. did, did Edge and fucking Seth Rollins really need to go out there and fucking wrestle for 40 minutes or whatever the fuck it was? Like... Um, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's just like, I feel so bad for all those women. Like listen, raw barely has a women's roster. Smackdown is the one that has about like eight or nine, like active female competitors. And even then the only two that you're highlighting are like Sasha and Bianca. And it's just like, it's just, it's so ridiculous. Like, come on. What excuse, what excuse do you have? You have fucking, 37 hours of weekly content of weekly WWE content and they're like oh well if you watch 205 live you know they had some women wrestle on there and it's like nobody watches 205 live right nobody you know and it's just a bummer I felt so bad for her too you know I felt bad for for all those women that were clearly yeah, excited it- to perform at MSG and then 
didn't. Yeah, it, it wasn't malicious. You're right, but it was definitely careless. And they could have did something really special, and instead they just went back to the same old shit. And so, yeah, I saw I saw that uh, tweet she put out, and I was just like, oh, I I called Annie over. I was like, look at this shit, and she's like, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> you know, poor her. Yeah, it was just it was such a shame. Like, yeah, I, I feel bad for her already because she's the same person who resigned her contract under the impression she was going to get to keep working with her husband, and then they fired her husband. Yeah. And doubt they're going to fire her anytime soon, you know, or that she maybe won't even want to leave. I don't know. But it, it was just such a bummer. Um, but on the bright side, though, you know, like um, it looks like AEW is starting to do, you know, they have like they're clearly building towards more as women's feuds and more women's matches, uh, which, again, like good, you know, inclusivity like that. Yeah. Ma- that main event scene of theirs is as white as a day is long. And, uh, it, you know, it won't hurt to, to you know, change it up a little bit. Um, yeah, so I'm very sure. much looking forward to that. Also, like, they're heavily teasing this Kenny Omega-Daniel Bryan match. Um, I kind of selfishly hope they don't wait till All Out or till full gear to um, have them wrestle. I'm like, fuck it, just, get them, just have them wrestle already. I don't Let's give a fuck. Like, just yeah. WWE and be like, yeah, he gets the title match. Who cares? Just do something. Um, yeah. But if they are waiting to full gear, that's fine. I think, like, I was talking about it with some of the guys at the shop. Like, they want to go up to Minnesota. Because originally it was supposed to be in St. Louis. And right. it was like, it's like a $20 train ride or something like that. Like, it was some ridiculously, like, cheap, like, train ticket. But I was like, I'm going to fucking drive. I don't want to take a train. Um, and I think now that's like, it's in, taking place in, like, uh, Minneapolis. It's also like a 60 buck like, flight so I'm like, all right, maybe I'll do that. But um, if they do it then, then I'm definitely going to fly out for that because, like, Brian versus Kenny, that's a fucking – that's a dream match if I've ever heard of one, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Embarrassment of riches when it comes to AEW, like, just, you know. And also, like again, the last, actually, it's not the last time I'm going to rag on WWE. We're going to keep ragging on him probably. But did you see what the plans were for Adam Cole? Had he stayed oh. in WWE? First of all, yeah. First of all, I'm so sick of their dumb idea that no one can have the same name. Like, yeah. for instance, look at AEW. We got Adam Page, Ethan Page, Brian Cage, and uh, Diamond Dallas. You know what I mean? Like, Nick there's Gage. all these Nick Gay. Yeah, and like, if your if your product is so homogenous that you're worried that people are going to worry that that Michael Cole is Adam Cole, you clearly, there's something more wrong than the naming convention. It's like the fact that you would change a wrestler's name because an announcer's name is, it's ridiculous, especially considering how much merch Adam Cole has been. You know what I mean? Like no, no one's confusing or thinking they're related. I'm sorry. Well, also, they're the same people. Like they had Christian, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit all at the same time, and what was what was the confusion there? Yeah, we're not we're not morons. Yeah, and then and then they're just gonna have him. They're gonna have like a, a you know, so for some people, Adam Cole's not their cup of tea, but like he is definitely one of those you know one in a generation type wrestlers. Uh, he has the potential to be Shawn Michaels like you know, for his entire career. And then you're going to make him a fucking shit heel manager. 
behind Keith Lee, who you've already cut his balls off already. It's like, no way. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. And of course, you know, the plan was uh, change his name and make him Keith Lee's manager. And like, who, you hear that? And who wants to stay? Look at that. Yeah. Like, look at how much of a fucking main event, like, star he's come across on um, AEW in a week. And the, the fucked up thing is WWE could do that. WWE could have him show up, you know, and look like that against a Roman Reigns or a Bobby Lashley. But, some, yeah. but someone in the back says he's too small, so they don't. And yeah, guess what? He's a small guy. Like, so what? Yeah. Grow up. Like, you know what one of the best matches I've fucking seen in recent memory was? Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. Ilya Dragunov, way smaller than Walter. And guess guess what? He beat him, and it was believable. And I never, at no point, was I like, "Well, actually, Ilya Dragunov is, uh, you know, he's not even six foot three, so he should have won." No, it was, you know, it's all in the way they tell the story. And if it goes the way that you know it should, then you won't sit there and question it. Like, you know, you've had you've you like it's not like you're putting in Rey Mysterio versus fucking the Great Khali, like. I don't know. It's just so ridiculous. I fucking I hate I I hate this fucking you know like well well Braun Strowman has to beat uh fucking Chad Gable because you know size difference and it's like no Chad like Chad Gable's an Olymp he's an Olympic gold medalist he could fucking right. you could beat this guy ten out of ten times it's just it's so ridiculous and I'm glad I'm glad Adam Cole left and I'm happy that you know like. Kevin Kevin Owens Kevin Steen his contract is seemingly up in six months. Yep. Good fucking you leave too. And Sammy Zayn too. Sammy Zayn. Yep. I hope they all leave because you know it's and I hate the like I was laughing because people were like everyone's like oh all these WWE uh, defects. Uh, these are all Ring of Honor guys. Yeah. Yeah. These are all Ring of Honor dudes. When you when you think of all the classic WWF things that that built the Empire, those were all AWA guys. They were all stolen from Vern Gagne. You know what I mean? So so you WWE uh, sycophants, take a look at the history a little bit. But, um, yeah, I just – everyone always says, you know, you may not agree with Vince's decisions, but he's got a pretty good track record. No, he doesn't. Think of Think of all the gimmicks that have ever been done in the WWE. Maybe like 5% of them has, have succeeded. You know what I mean? That's not a great mm-hmm. track record. That's a that's he he struck lightning a couple times, and yeah, every now and again you'll get something right. Or in the case of someone like Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, he didn't do anything they suggested and said "fuck you." I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and then he was a he was a success despite Baron Von Cold and Chili McFreeze, and you know what I mean? Like you hear all these nightmare stories about. Name it like, oh, I was telling Chris like all the dumb shit that WWE's been doing lately. And like, first I showed him the uh, the Lily doll winking on TV. He's like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. I said, yeah, not only that, but you know who that girl is? He's like, what? I was like, uh, her her name used to be Piper Niven and they named her Dewdrop. And he's like, what? Why would you? Do- I'd be mortified if I was a woman. I was like, yeah, I guess uh, that's a genius name for someone. And then I showed him uh, Killer Cross, how he was and how he is now. 
And he's like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, I know. I don't know what to tell you, man. But, uh, yeah. And, and like the thing too is like WWE didn't just get super corny. They no, always, they, they've always been super corny, but it's, you know, but it's one of those things where it's like, nobody wants to see that. Like, you know, like, come on. Like, yeah. Just fucking, I don't know. It, again, it's just, it's not for me. It's not for me. I, I don't, I don't watch that anymore. Um, and you know, unfortunately I just, I don't know. If you enjoy it, God bless you. You know, more power to you. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, I, I, there is literally, and I'm not saying that word hyperbolic. There is literally nothing that that company can do that'll make me watch because I just, I don't care. Like, they don't care. You know, unless yeah. you're a specific look and size, they don't care. So fuck them. I don't care. I hope all those guys leave. I hope Gargano leaves. I hope Kyle leaves. I hope Champa leaves. I hope they all fucking leave because, you know, uh, a wise man once said, you know, like, I'd like to think that, you know, things will change when Vince McMahon is dead, but it's just going to get taken over by his, you know, uh, idiot daughter and his doofus son-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, uh, you know, hey, that's, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I feel like that's enough of us ranting for the week. You know, thank you yeah. guys for, for joining us on this week's episode. We'll have some more Patreon stuff coming this week. Um, there's uh, some guests that we've kind of had to just move around as far as far yep. as, uh, you know, just scheduling. Uh, and I, I, I feel like I'll tell them now. So we kind of have this idea. We're working on it for uh, the month of October. As you know, I, I don't know if anyone knows, October is Halloween. Um, spoopy season. Spoopy season, yeah. And uh, so clearly that whole month on the Patreon, we'll be doing just Halloween, very spooky, ghost-themed stuff. The I mentioned to Dave, I'm like, you know what? I love these people so much that let's take it up a notch. Um, so the current plan right now is to sort of just, you know, bring back some old friends of the show, some old guests of the show and, you know, do a movie review with them for whatever Hollywood movie they want to talk about. So that, you know, this way, if you're signed up for the Patreon, you'll be getting fucking two Halloween movie reviews weekly. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. You know, like again, it's Halloween. So we figured, fuck it. Why not? And, um, yeah, we just got to see if everything lines up, but uh, you know, that's sort of what's on the on the plan. And uh, if you guys love it, let us know. And if you guys hate it, well, I'm sorry. You can't always have what you want. That's true. It's part, it's part of growing up. Yeah. Uh, but thank you, everyone, who tuned into this week's episode. Um, I've of course been Scrump. And this is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so, I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.